0: local dependable Good morning Pensacola. Andrew McKay in the Pensacola Morning News starts right now.
1: All right. Good morning. It is Ray Walker. I am sitting in for Andrew McKay this morning. You get me the beginning and the end of the week. I get to start your I week know, off I'm with so Andrew excited. and finish your week off with Andrew. I brought
2: in a whole
3: bunch Without of snacks. Andrew. I got I a tattoo of your name. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out.
1: Uh, oh, wow. She really does. <laughs> oh, it was my ex husband's. Uh, oh, okay. To, <laughs> so I, she, I thought of that this weekend. Oh, I got to show my tattoo and go, I did it because of you. This is great. So she shows me her. her, her my bicep, just that's right. Uh, my gun, you know. Now that I don't have to conceal carry, that's I'm right. Just kidding, we can, no, we can, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can. Don't need me. a permit. Whatever. <laughs> I only know what I learned. You know on SNL. what? What's funny is, um, you know, there's so many things going on, and it's uh, Andrew texted me last night. He said, "Have fun." And are you going to talk about special session? Because today, actually, this afternoon around noon or so, mm-hmm. the house will gavel in for another special session, which was announced after the show on Friday <laughs> you, oh, you man. Know, came out. And so he's texting me. I said, yeah, I think I might talk about that
2: today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, that's right at the top of my list uh, of things to talk about. Because there's a lot. I, it's, it's interesting. We'll get into this today. But what was interesting about the announcement for special session coming up, for those that aren't paying attention, um on Friday afternoon, the House Speaker uh, Paul Renner and the Senate President uh, Kathleen PasadoMo announced a special session, which isn't surprising. We've already had one since the last, or two. I think guess we've had two since last session last year, but and they've become pretty common, about once a year. You have, but usually it's to take up one topic, mm-hmm. one issue, one thing that's going on that that they're going to come in. They're going to say, "Hey, let's tackle this." Like after the hurricane. And down in right, right Southwest Florida, devastated. They said we've got to do we've got to do some things to help them. So let's come in and let's do. it. So it was a special session, mainly dealing with. Obviously, there was an insurance issue, home insurance issue. So they dealt with that, and then they came in and they also dealt with um, recovery needs, uh, emergency operations, that type of things that they needed for Southwest Florida. They came in with one issue. Well. <laughs> This special session that they announced this week, and this is what makes it more interesting than your average special session, is because this special session actually is a conglomeration of about four or five different things. The one getting all the headlines, which we'll talk about throughout this this morning, the one that's getting all the headlines is Disney. So last year during session... The legislature passed and the governor signed a bill that basically removed the special status of Reedy Creek, which those non Disney people that don't go down there and don't know, Reedy Creek is the management district for what is basically all of Disney property. In other words, Disney manages the. They were their own self-governing entity so inside Orange County. Like their Inc. own
4: firefighters? Oh, yeah. They have their own- Everything? Have, if
1: you drive down the street mm-hmm. on Disney property, you're going to see Reedy Creek Fire Department. And it's their that's fire. That's neat. You'll see there the, their police. Their, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it still is. And that's the interesting thing. So when they passed it last year, there were a lot of details left out. And the details were Okay. Disney has, and this baffled my mind when I I read this, Disney has $900 million in debt that they're managing. How? That's nearly $1 billion in debt management that they are carrying on properties and and development and stuff.
3: Can't they just make that in a day? I mean, you know what I mean? Well, it just takes the gate
1: receipts for a day. You're going to be pretty close. Amen. I mean, that's the one thing that actually Disney's uh, streaming service and that type of stuff has been, they've they have been hurt over the last few years, uh, last couple of years in particular. So they've lost quite a, are not quite doing as well as they had been, but their gate receipts and so on for the parks is still, they continue to rack them up without any problem. So that's the one thing that hasn't really suffered. People are still going to the parks, uh, but- the Reedy Creek is, how would that be managed? Would Do they just dissolve it, turn that land and all that, everything over to Orange County and Osceola County because it kind of sits on the border of both? Do they just turn it back over and say, and then, but then who absorbs the debt because it's owned by not Disney particular but actually the management, the district, the special district. So there's, there's all kinds of things like that they had to work out. So that's what they're going to take up this week. We'll talk more about that um, throughout the day and throughout the morning here. But beyond that, not just the um, Disney, but they're also going to take up another um, emergency relief issue package for Southwest Florida. Um, They're going to take up, and we'll talk some about this as well, name in likeness for, for student athletes. That's a bill that's already started moving for regular session, but they decided to speed it up and take it up. We'll talk about some of the things that that takes up today. And then they're also, um, and, I'm, and my mind's going, there was, there was one other thing that I know that they were taking up, and I'm trying to remember exactly which one that was, um, but the, the idea, oh, immigration, that's the, that's, one, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing controversial oh, about no big that big deal, that's just, yeah. a, that's just an afterthought. Whatever. There. No, so <laughs> we all remember the governor's, <laughs> the governor's sending of, of uh, migrants on a bus to Martha's Vineyard or actually a plane they load them on a plane drop right. them off in Martha's Vineyard with venue. pamphlets of beautiful Nova Scotia Absolutely so they they're actually going to deal with this that a little bit and and what the ramifications of sending migrants out of the state that come in so those are those are on the tap for the next week and a half um, they were already going to be in Tallahassee for legislative se- or legislative committee weeks in build up to the 2023 session, they decided, let's take up these issues first. We'll talk about a little bit of that as we go through this morning. It is 516 here on News Radio. Ray Walker sitting in for Andrew McKay. We'll be right back in a moment. This is Paul Epstein with Running
2: Wild. Join me this Wednesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities, specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions this Wednesday at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Uh, Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut team-up. Align has
3: probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align Probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at alignprobiotics.com. As a Walgreens pharmacist,
4: I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions, like taking advantage of Walgreens 90 day refills to save them a trip or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you with low cost copays on many medications.
3: Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreenscom Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions.
0: When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at nine, at home with Gary Sullivan at ten, Swan Capital at one, Let's Go Pensacola at four.
1: And for Andrew McKay here on News Radio 923 850 uh, 437 1620. Good morning. It is great to be in for Andrew. Uh, as I said, he was texting me this mo- last night and he said, hey, have fun, which he usually does, and I and I do. I, I enjoy coming in and Candy's always prepared with snacks. Right? Like
4: always <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I know. I am so excited. We just love you on the well,
1: air anyway. It's, it's great. She, it, by the way, Candy doing her due diligence as a producer. Emailed me and said, Hey, if there's anything you need, well, yeah, just you reach need
3: out. Sound, I didn't think to do it before, but I didn't know
1: no, how.
2: So, no, I didn't. no, you, yeah. you guys, <laughs> right.
1: the thing is, uh, people tell me, they go, Hey, Ray, we enjoy listening to you. Yeah. Glad to have you on when you're with your subbing. Which, what one tells me, friends that I have listened to Andrew. That's one thing it that, tells that's me because yeah. they, they, I don't tell them I'm on, they go, Hey, I heard you on, which means they're listening. Yeah, yeah. So, that's
2: Mm-hmm. And you loyal right, fans as you know. so that's
1: great True. but it's like yeah I enjoy it as <laughs> so I was walking in of course we share with Cat Country Sister mm-hmm. Station talking with Brent as I walked in, he walked in the door with him this morning Brent and he's, oh Lane, Brent yeah. Lane I'm just kidding no I know <laughs> Being stupid. That's great. He's so great. Yeah. He's, he's on, and it goes, Yeah. you know. I said, How you doing? I said, I'm tired. And I go, <laughs> yeah. The beauty of me getting up this morning and coming in is I only do it once in a while.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Every morning. There was one. I th- didn't you do it like a whole week one time? I've this? done it a
1: whole week twice.
2: Yeah. That was so. That was when I first. Yeah. yeah I've I was done like, it a Oh, whole Kurt week. Angle is in here again. I- <laughs>
1: And, yes. and those that didn't listen last time like, what is she talking I'm, about? Yeah. I'll we'll tell have, you. We'll have to tell that one later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but we have
1: David Wayne, who got here before all of us this I morning. Know. What do we got going on in the newsroom, sir?
4: Well, President Biden preparing for tomorrow's State of the Union address. He flew to Camp David Saturday, where he was uh, expected to discuss efforts to raise the debt ceiling. An Oklahoma City judge says the mere status of being a marijuana user does not justify stripping people of their constitutional rights. Uh, the judge ruled that a federal law that keeps marijuana users from possessing guns is unconstitutional. Uh, U.S. District Judge Patrick Wyrick dismissed a case against a man accused of violating the law and... I don't know if you caught the Grammys last night. I didn't. I was asleep because I was here early today. But uh, Harry Styles had a good night. He won Album of the Year, beating out Beyonce, Adele, Bad Bunny, Coldplay, Abba, and more. And we had a goat too. Viola Davis, or, or uh, no? Oh, no, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. Viola Davis. It wasn't
1: yeah. a goat. It was a EGOT. She got an EGOT. Yeah, yeah she got nice. that was, that was yeah. the last part of. That's probably the only thing the I've caught. That she needed the G of the E got because she has the she had the Emmy, the Oscar, and the Tony she just needed right. the Grammy. And she got that last night. And yeah, that's is, the only thing pretty, I know
3: from
4: Reddit. That's so,
1: that's, that's the sum total of my knowledge. I didn't watch it either.
4: <laughs> we are very uncultured. I I have a lot of trouble making it through those big long <laughs> award yes. shows no matter no. which one it is. I am yeah, with to be on up that. at four. I,
1: I don't watch the the awards. I just can't. <sighs> Okay, I can't watch a bunch of people get up and self-grandize and grandize themselves. You know, and just patting each other on the back because we're so special and right. And, and you should you should like love us and like us because we're special. You're no different than. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Okay, that wasn't on my list of things to talk about this morning, but I could get on that. You know, the proverbial soapbox. Oh, box. I love this. This is I'm, I'm ready for the soapbox talk. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, Ray Walker, go off with the singers. <laughs> yeah. Let's, that, that's Take the old, that, Harry Styles. I didn't prepare, for, but no. Um, this this so that's the proverbial as when I was a teacher, when I was teaching, I, you'd get on these rabbit trails. And you'd get going and it, it was, notor- there were certain topics as a history teacher that, of course, there's certain parts of history that I just love more than others. I mean, any, any history teacher or, or in your subject sure. matter is going to have one area or a couple area where they're, that's their, you know, that's their passion or that really, it it clicked with them. And I would get off on these rabbit, we'd get going and we'd get to one. The thing is, as students had me for more than once, they'd know what questions to ask to get me on those rabbit trails. <laughs> So they would ask him on purpose. They're like, Mr. Walker. Um, and then you go, oh, well, let me, that reminds me of a, and there I go. <laughs> <laughs> and about 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, crud. My notes. They've got a test tomorrow. <laughs> 1776.
4: <laughs> to that's the I've important to, part I've to got remember. Got to
1: going. And so it was, it was kind of, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Um, people ask me, I say, well, do you m- ever miss teaching? I actually miss the interaction because I was a coach as well. I miss the interaction with the students, and the and the, and the athletes. And because there's a relationship, I still see my former my former students, uh, especially those who ran track or I coached in basketball or whatever. I still see them, and we're talking now. You know, I've been out of teaching for 15, 16 years, and actually, yes. Oh my goodness! It's almost 17 years. Um, I'm getting old, but it's, <laughs> it's but and I still see them. So now they're they're adults, married, kids, and everything. They still see me and they go, Coach Walker. There is nothing that warms your heart more than when you see one of your former athletes go yell Coach to yeah. you, and you hear the voice, and you know they're talking to you, you know, and you just kind of go, Hey, how's it going? It, it, there is an endearing term. I had a coach in high school. It was part of the reason why I got into teaching and coaching. He was my football coach, and Coach Hall still love him, and he's a great man. And he was what I wanted. To, you know, he was who I sure. wanted. Because he just, and then when I see him today, you know, if I ever, if I'm over in Jacksonville and see him, I go, it's still Coach Hall. It, to this day, and I've been out of school. Well, never mind, I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> I've been out of school way too many years. Um, I was joking. My daughter, uh, my daughters were talking. My my youngest graduates from high school in May, so she's she's wow. finishing high school, and she she's preparing for college and all this. And I started thinking, wait a minute, it's 2023. I graduated college in '93. Wow. Which means I'll be out of college, thirty years. Not weird. I'm not. I don't feel that old.
4: You don't look. You don't look that old either. <laughs> but remember why, how old that, that was when you were my kids.
1: Because it's all. The, it gets rid of the gray hair. Uh,
4: no, it's weird.
3: <laughs> like if you saw Coach Walker. It yeah, did, no, you, 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 you do. You you look way <laughs> well, way 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 younger. It. That just blows it's my mind. Just,
1: it, it, but it is crazy to think how you know how how time flies and how time passes, but you know. Again, there you go. I got on that rabbit trail right down, right down the road, and there, well, there we are. Because um, as we talk today and kind of bring it back around, one of the things David mentioned in the news was the state of the union. We're going to talk some about that. Today as well coming tomorrow night President Biden's going to give a state of the Union address tomorrow night
3: I was just going to ask when it was I
1: knew you'd know it's tomorrow night yeah he gets <laughs> tomorrow night so so but th- I was going to part of the where I was going with that was I don't watch the award show I just can't handle mm. I don't watch the state of the Union I'll go back and watch and and, and be able to you know kind of fast forward sure, stuff better. because I can't watch it live I can't sit there and listen to well, especially the current president, I, I can't sit there and listen to him fumble through his words. <laughs> in front, of, it's 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 just painful to listen to, and so I just have to I just kind of have to pull back and go. Oh, and I, but I will watch. I mean, I will get the clips and I'll I'll watch it and get the main part of it. And so today we'll talk a little bit about that as we go forward this uh, this morning, because um, he's going to talk about the economy. And one of the things he's going to talk about is how great his job's performance has been since he got into office. Um, what he He's also going to talk about how he's lowered inflation. Now, I know um, I was listening to something on Friday, and he's talking about the lowering of inflation. Well, it's—so um, he's lowered the— um, so he was at about four trillion dollars in inflation a year, and now it's down to two point something so it's less it's down one point, so he's lowered inflation one point seven trillion no we're still in the hole two trillion dollars a right. year it's like okay it doesn't work you know it, it's it's the the logic isn't there the math leads to his you know misrepresentation of it, also the jobs issues. One of the things that, that's interesting when you look at jobs, they've added more jobs in the first two years of his of his presidency than in any other, so he says. I, I would argue that he's probably correct on that. But when you think about what had happened pre, pre his presidency, all these jobs that were people were laid off because of COVID. Right. They were out of work because of COVID. And we're still just barely back to Pre-COVID employment um, numbers, as in workforce numbers, we're just getting back to that. So when we have this, well, he said it's so many. No, we've regained. Job. They're not new jobs. And in last month, there was a you know five hundred and some thousand new jobs created. Some of those, you have to realize, there are places, especially a lot of your tech companies and people around the country that are laying off workers. Right. And a lot of those workers are now going to get, they've just shifted jobs. They're not out of the workforce. They just move from, but when they move to a new job, they get counted. But I I would like to, and I haven't looked at it. I should have looked at it over the weekend because I'm not sure if the, the, what the job loss numbers in the same month, because I think we would find the job losses of layoffs versus the job gains, I think, with the number of the real, the real new job number would be a lot lower, and I think we'd, we'd see a difference there. So he's going to tout how the economy is, and we're going to talk about that. Do you, as the average Joe or Jane citizen out there, do you feel that how the economy is? Is it going well? Are you going to sit there and listen to the president go, "Yeah, you know, I think things are going great." Or are you gonna sit there and go, Yeah, but I'm spending X number of dollars extra a month on everything. I know just this is I know it's just anecdotal for, for everything. Um, family of five. We were spending, you know, X number of dollars. Our food bill a week has gone up at least fifty percent. Ours too, yeah. So the jobs, I mean, so the economy, I was questioning, the spending, the amount it's costing us has gone up. And I I, I question that the economy is doing as great as he's going to say it is. But, you know, we'll talk more about that this morning as well. It's 530. David Wayne in the newsroom. What we got
4: going on, sir? Well, the uh, Chappie James Museum Gala was held over the weekend. Also, slowdowns in century. We'll tell you about it after this update from Fox. News. I'm Chris Foster. The reports of at least 1,300 people killed in a pre-drawn earthquake in Turkey and Syria. Hundreds trapped.
2: This is the moment a seven-story building collapsed in the Turkish district of Haliliyah. <laughs> Southern Turkey and northern Syria are worst affected. Rescue workers are searching through giant piles of concrete and tangled metal. Fox's Jonathan Savage. The Chinese spy balloon
4: shot down off South Carolina
2: is not the first flown
4: over the U.S. A senior Biden administration official tells Fox's Brooke Singman one crashed near Hawaii just four months ago, and at least one flew over Texas and Florida while President Trump was in office. Also telling me that the PRC government surveillance balloons transited the continental U.S. at least three times during the prior administration, that Official telling me that the information on those spy balloons was quote discovered after the Trump administration
1: America's listening to Fox News
4: Good morning, 531 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. 51 degrees right now. It's partly cloudy in Pensacola. The Chappie James Museum Gala, held over the weekend, that celebrates the history, of course, of General General Daniel Chappie James Jr., Pensacola native, and also America's first African-American four-star general.
3: His mother, Mrs. Lily James, taught him you should not quit. That you should love God. You should love country. You should be prepared. And for when when opportunity would open op- the door of opportunity would open, you can go in, and those were the same tenants that the Tuskegee Airmen have to this very day
4: and that is Dr. Marion Williams that gala held uh, last Saturday at uh, the Sanders Beach Corrine James Resource Center. There's going to be some slowdowns probably on Highway 29 and Century, and that's going to last the next few months. A portion of that highway down to two lanes for about three months. Road construction continuing there. The uh, two northbound lanes and center turn lane closed. Uh, They've still got two lanes in the existing southbound lanes. The closure part of a big reconstruction project that's going to involve uh, new traffic lights, drainage structures, pavement markings, and driveways as well. Police officers in Flomanton mourning the loss of their canine officer Boo. The department says the dog passed away on Friday after suffering from sudden health complications. North Gambia reports that Boo was a certified narcotics dog, was also skilled in human trafficking, and uh, Boo was with the Flomantan Police Department for over two years, had many drug seizures, dozens of arrests on her record. The canine officer's hand- handler, Corporal Charles Land, says Boo was the best partner that anybody could have had. And Senator Marco Rubio says the U.S. needs to put more focus on the message that China sent with that surveillance balloon as the the potential data that it collected. We can fly a balloon
2: over airspace of the United States of America, and they won't be able to do anything about it to stop us.
4: And Rubio says it's critical for the U.S. to have a policy on how to deal with surveillance balloons. He says he's certain it'll happen again. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. This is meteorologist Burke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Patchy fog possible through the morning hours. Otherwise, sunny skies as you head into the afternoon, high near 69 degrees. Overnight tonight, mostly clear skies with a low near 55. As you go into Tuesday, 20% chance of showers afternoon. Partly sunny skies, high near 70 degrees. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 62. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much. Brook it is 51 partly cloudy in Pensacola 54 in Gulf Breeze 45 in Milton Our next news at 6 breaking news anytime I'm David Wayne News Radio 923
0: Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons at 4. This is
2: House Democrat leader Ventress Driscoll. Quote, this is a political move from a man who wants to run for president and distract from the abortion discussion. End quote. Wait, what? Teacher pay? One of the areas that, that Florida can improve on. I'm like, it's a political move. Why is it political? And then when I saw that they said it's political, because he's distracting from the abortion discussion. What abortion discussion?
0: On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a thing of the past. They are Speed Queen and they are available at Topps Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable trouble free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Top's Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street.
3: Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida for Florida homes by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com.
0: Stream us online at newsradio923.com, or download the News Radio Pensacola app.
1: Good morning, Ray Walker, sitting here for Andrew McKay here on News Radio 92.3 as we go through the morning. This morning, we're going to uh, listen to an interview that Andrew had with Wes Moreno, the uh, county. Administrator. County county. Scambia County Administrator. Just am calling him interim. <laughs> no, I, which he I is, know he's been the well, administrator. And it caught myself, at, I caught right. myself. I was like, uh, no, it is. He's it's the Scambia he's the County guy. Administrator. He is the guy. And so, Andrew had, I believe it was Thursday morning, if I'm not mistaken, he did the interview with Wes. So, I wanted to replay that and kind of catch up this morning as we start the week on what's going on with uh, in the county. So, inter, uh, t- there you go. Did I it know, get I County see. Administrator Wes Moreno joining us this morning.
2: Hey, good morning, Andrew. Good to be here this morning. Good morning. I, I I know I had told you we were going to play you some ZZ Top, but we got, kind of got a theme going today. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll catch we'll, we'll you next week on that for sure. So one of the things I wanted to talk about with you, there was an, um, uh, a thing that took place in Santa Rosa County last week where the commissioners were offered four bids on a, Construction project for an intersection and a light at the Piggly Wiggly and the new K eight school on Schmuckla Highway and uh, Wallace Lake Road, and the low bid came in at a million. They went with the next low bid at one point three million, so they spent three hundred thousand dollars extra. Uh, and the allegation was that the company that had made the low bid was had done a project poorly the last time around. I've since done some research on this. I'm not sure that those allegations are founded, and there's a lot more to this story, I think, than uh, than was originally presented. But the short version is that what Sam Parker was trying to do was by quality instead of just by inexpensive, something that in philosophy I certainly support. You and I have talked about this many times. And it gave me the idea that, um, and I said this on the air, I don't know to what degree this gets done, but I have not heard about this, so I'm assuming not. it seems like every time somebody contracts with the county or the city, that afterwards, you should do an evaluation and say, like, you know, this was on time, this was at budget, this was above budget, this was, the work was very good, we got a lot of complaints, we got no complaints. And then if it's a road project, you follow up in three or four years and you check again to make sure the quality is holding up. So you could have some kind of like, an objective scoring history of any particular contractor and say hey you know they are a b plus entity or they are a c minus entity and so instead of just saying oh i happen to remember they did bad work on this project you could look at the score sheet that would be available and say yeah they're the low bidder but i don't want to hire a c plus i'd rather pay a little more and get the, b mi- the the b plus or the a minus does escambia county do something like that or is that something you're open to you you know this much better than i do you tell me
3: we actually, absolutely, we do that. Uh, every project we do, road project, uh, facilities project, no matter what kind of project it is, we absolutely, absolutely do a contractor evaluation at the end of it, but also throughout the project, you know, so what we do is we have construction engineering inspection on most of our larger projects, especially. And so what that does, it's a daily, that's your eyes and ears in the field. So they go out there, they tell you, they notate, how many people are on site? How many workers are present? What equipment is present? What are the weather conditions? What are the activities that are going on on the job site today? Is the MOT in place? Is, is it is it right? I mean, all these things. Maintenance that, of traffic plans
2: for working around in case people don't know the phrase. Go ahead. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Uh, are, are, the, are the temperatures good to pour concrete and my like asphalt, depending on what you're doing? So you're documenting all this throughout the project, and throughout the project, You know, if you have, hey, the contractor's not been on site or they've only had two people on site for, you know, the last two weeks, so you send an email and you document to the contractor, hey, this is not acceptable, you need to man the project, get it it staffed up, and we need to move, I'm not giving you a time extension. Uh, All these things go on throughout the project, and then when you get to the end of the project, if the work, quality of the work has just been egregious, if the Project management from the contractor side has been so egregious that we just don't feel like they're a company that we want to do business with anymore, or for another uh, a, a period of time. You recommend, as far as part of the contract evaluation process, that that contractor be suspended from receiving work for a period of time, or you just take them off the vendor list altogether. That is the process for 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 not doing business with somebody who does substandard work or. But whatever the case may be, the the challenges you run into is if you don't, you know, if your procurement process it is actually a process, and and you really, I'm very cautious in the procurement process because it will get you in trouble quickly. Yeah. You have to follow your process, and if you get to the point, if the procurement process has been flawless, if you followed every step of the way, and you got the low bidder, and you don't award the low bidder, it's very possible, not every time, but it's very possible that low bidder can file a protest. It's right. called an informal protest. That goes to the procurement director. The procurement director hears the protest, reviews the process. They're not going to be reviewing the work that was done a year ago. They're reviewing the process. process was followed. This was a low bidder. He and you can't put your procurement director in a pickle, really, because he has he or she has to determine, kind of, you're ruling with the county, you're going to rule with the contractor, but really, he's he or she is just trying to say the process was followed. If he rules that the process was was not followed, or if the contractor comes out on the losing end of the protest, he can then file a bid a bond a five thousand dollar bond and go to a formal protest, which winds up in front of a hearing master. And it's more of a, a legal process. And I've been, I've been in those things, and they're not any fun. I'm yeah, I bet. And the,
2: the, after they go to the informal protest about how the procurement process was done, uh, if they if it uh, comes back it was not done properly, then they can go to a formal protest and get an actual hearing on it. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, so you go to a formal protest and and it goes. Uh, it's it's a legal process, and you go in front of a hearing master, and the hearing master will will do the same thing. He's going to be looking at the process. He's going to be looking what the process followed. Was there a misstep, a miscue in the process? And and the hearing master is going to be looking at the process. He he or she is not going to be looking at what was done. Uh, yeah, I was on a project three years ago. Got it. You know, he's, they're, they're, they're going to be, it's a process. Is the integrity of the process uh, true or was it flawed? And that's what they're going to look at. But it can get you in a lot of trouble. I, 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 me and Allison, uh, we both kind of. Allison
2: Rogers, account county attorney. Here when, uh,
3: yeah, Yeah. When uh, the Maplewoods, I don't know if you are aware of it, we had a project called Maplewoods Drainage project, it's about a $2 million project. And I was uh, a young project manager at the time, and for whatever reason our board at that time did not award the lower bidder and the the protest process started and and actually uh wound up i wound up in the state's attorney's office answering questions yeah uh about you know why what about this what about that uh, so you got to really be- be cautious as you navigate through the procurement process, and make sure that, that if you have a contractor that you don't feel like is good to do business with, that it's not good for the county, or you're not good for the city, or your organization. You have to do the work and document that throughout whatever project they're working on, and you have to have all your documentation in order to suspend them from getting work, and or to remove them from the vendor list. Well, so, so what I what I hear
2: a there, yeah. So what I hear. Uh, <laughs> It frustrates me. And here's why. Not because it's hard to do. I understand that there are, you know, I'm sure very a lot of, you know, rules you have to follow and legal parameters. But what I hear is that the only way you can the the, the only real way you have of turning down low bidders is by saying they can't bid at all. I, I don't mind letting a company bid if you know that they do mediocre work and you're going to take that into account. There might be times when you buy the cheapest bidder but i want to be able to honestly here's what i have in mind is you know i'm a i'm a citizen okay and i think the you know the commissioners would love to be able to have this too is i'd like to have a company that comes up for a bid on a project and there's a web page on the county's website that you can click on it'll show you the last 10 projects they did It'll show you uh, they came in at or under budget. How many change orders for how much? What percentage of the project they they um, you know, how close were they on time? Were they over time? And then overall quality of the work. And frankly, I like a letter grade or a score out of 100. You know, they did a 73. They did a 92. And look at the last 10 projects. And then when you're comparing them to company B, company B is, uh, you know, has a better score, but they're also going to charge more. And then you can just take that into account. That would not be disqualifying. That would just be information in order to influence the decision. Do we have? Is that even something we could do if we wanted to?
3: Uh, I would say that would you were probably more successful if you did a request for proposals when you can kind of gauge. Uh, You know, what is what kind of project you're going after, but the the challenge with a construction project is you're not really going for a proposal. You have your scope of work, you have all your line items, you have your your bid tabulation sheet. You know, so many, you know, all the parts and pieces are there and you're asking uh, for a, a bid, a number. To install and perform all the work and provide all the parts and pieces. So it's a little bit different when it comes to uh, like a construction project or I'm replacing uh, the. Roof or something on a building. It, those those types of projects do tend to lean more to uh, you know the invitation to bid process.
2: All right, and I guess you know what I'm what I'm thinking of here, and it's actually relevant to an item that's on the agenda this morning is uh, you know or this afternoon, sorry, that the commission is going to vote on buying a demo fire truck uh, cheaper than you could get it otherwise and a lot faster than you can get it otherwise. Um, I think this is going to be for the, uh, the the new fire station we're trying to acquire for uh, Paradise Beach, but the um, and I I'll ask you about that in a second but my first question when i found out about this is i said well it's not a pierce truck right (laughs) you know because we're not gonna let's you know i don't care who it is but let's not buy any more pierce trucks because they're bad and you know I, i want i don't want that to have to be that somebody has to remember that name i want that to be available as a score sheet oh we bought four pierce trucks before and here's what happened so anyway um that's that's kind of what i had in mind i just wanted to kind of run that by you but since we're almost out of time i did want to get you to talk about uh this fire truck we're looking to buy and the fire station because i think this is kind of good news so got about a minute Wes. tell them what's happening here
3: all right sure so you know commissioner gosh has been driving hard to put a fire presence in paradise beach uh, so we're soliciting a piece of property from uh, the Navy. We sent a letter to the commanding officer of NAS. That starts the process. We're getting positive feedback from that. And then the other part and piece is, is you've got to have a pumper truck to put out there in a, in a building and of some sort. So we're working on a building. and But the pumper truck, if we order new, it's going to take two years, literally two years. And so I asked um, my public works director to start, making phone calls, see, see what's available. And we found uh, a demo pumper truck. It's 2022. It's a couple hundred thousand dollars cheaper than if we ordered a brand new one. And I can have the truck here probably within a matter of weeks uh, if the board approves the purchase this evening. Nice. So just, just trying to expedite the process and drive as hard as we can to uh, – Accomplished the initiative of putting the fire presence on paradise beach area
2: outstanding well just just one last thought that because we're kind of in this vicinity i literally remember because i knew about the pierce trucks in escambia county somebody in santa rosa and i can't remember whether it was county or a local fd uh they were getting ready to order a pierce truck and i called the person you know one of my contacts in the agency and i'm like. Y'all shouldn't do this. You need to talk to Escambia County about Pierce Trucks. And they hadn't heard. They didn't know anything. And so, again, this like if there's some kind of an openly available, you know, feedback on the stuff you buy and and get done for you, not just your own. County or city, but other municipalities would be able to reference that and you know be aware of information that they might not otherwise have. So anyway, that's that's my last push. Uh, I know you do what you can do, but uh, I appreciate it and I and I understand it's a very complicated thing already legally. Uh, Wes Moreno, he is the county administrator for Escambia County. Wes, as always, thanks for the time. Thanks for explaining stuff to us, and we'll see you at the meeting tonight.
3: All right, thank you, Andrew.
1: Ray Walker sitting in for Andrew McKay. That was Wes Moreno, Escambia County administrator. We'll be
2: right back after this in a moment Hi, this is Todd Thompson President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce Tune in at 10 to find out about our upcoming events all of our different programs and what's happening with our local business community it's the Chamber Connection show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92 3, AM 1620. Mom, can we have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional
1: Air, an American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Independent Customer Care Dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel Thursday at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy,
2: comfortable home. Join Travis Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
0: Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620.
1: talk over that I'm sorry. I <laughs> it's, you're going, it's like okay for Andrew McKay having way too much fun already this morning it is great to be here with you um and it's, it's always fun to sit in for Andrew. Whenever he texts me, and matter of fact, this time he texted me, oh, it's been almost two weeks ago now, he said, I'm going to be out. Do you want to fill in? Well, I have to be in Tallahassee because of legislative committee weeks and so on, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You so can't said, blow off your job for so, us. I know. I. Right. I to, <laughs> so on. I said, I said I can do Monday and Friday. And he, I, he goes, oh, great, appreciate it. Right. And and so on. So I, I, said, I, I said, and I told him, I go, I texted him back and said, and thanks for keep asking. I, I enjoy it. He goes, Dude, everybody likes when you come well I, it makes it. me feel good. So I, yeah. I but I enjoy coming in. It's great to be here. And it is time now. I was is 5:50. Well, it's almost 5:53. Checking with David Wynn in the newsroom.
4: Turkey hit by a, another powerful earthquake, a 7.5 magnitude. This is just hours after a, another 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit. Uh, between Turkey and Syria, over 1,300 people are believed to have been killed, thousands more are injured. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says uh, that uh, President Biden has directed U.S. aid to assess response options there. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky uh, trying to make some moves to purge corruption from his government. He replaced his defense minister as the uh, war with Russia nears the one-year mark. And uh, Cracker Barrel, encouraging people... To get engaged at their restaurants this month. What's more really? romantic than a Cracker Barrel? Hey, man. The company is hosting an I Said Yes at Cracker Barrel Valentine's Day contest, uh-huh. February 10th through the 16th, and uh, you have to post a public video to Instagram showing you Pop the Question. And uh, if you if you win the contest, you can get free food for a year. Yeah,
1: yeah. Isn't that great? That's free good. food at crack, Cracker Barrel for a year. For prostituting yourself <laughs> on Instagram
2: for biscuits, well, I'll so do I, it. Though. I saw this. free food have, for a they, year, but, but you they, have to
4: live with the fact
2: that you got engaged at
1: Cracker store. Barrel forever. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> if you're a, if you're a dude out there who wants to, you know, propose to your special someone, and you take her to Cracker Barrel, you might need that free food for a year because <laughs> because. You ain't eating
4: with her. <laughs> you can, you <laughs> to be fair, it depends on the lady. Because I'd be like, it no, is, yeah. 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 I mean, would be worse, I want free food too. What would be worse? Getting engaged at Cracker Barrel or Olive Garden? Ooh.
2: Neither. Are you kidding? Those two are. Those are very delicious places. I'm gonna have
4: to. For, for, I'm not saying anything bad about the food. For
1: me, I would say definitely Cracker Barrel. I I, I think you get away with Olive Garden faster than at least at I'll least my is wife is romantic and has you wine can, you could get yeah, yeah but cracker
2: barrel has that fireplace and they have that store so you can go out and get like a shirt after and an album and I, well, a video so are cassette they gonna sell of, shirts
1: that said i got engaged at cracker <laughs> sure. barrel in
4: their little store well if they've got a marketing person who's would, worth anything they, they would
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely plus they sell
4: whoopee so cushions there well you know there's oh that. i do <laughs> <laughs> yes Yes. Now, do you pop the question before or after you finally figured out that little peg game? <laughs> yeah. Before, because oh. if after, you'll never get engaged. <laughs> that's so true. Oh man, it will be a long
1: night if <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting until afterwards. Oh, that's great! Oh, that's you great. can put the ring in it. You know, I actually do pretty good, and I only do pretty good on those peg games because my granddad used to make them. Oh. this is before Cracker Barrel. This, that's is, awesome. this is Before Cracker Barrel, and what we would do, he would he would he would cut the you know cut the wood he would mm-hmm. drill the holes and then we would just take you know golf tees right and just he would just buy a bag of golf tees and he'd snip off the point and, and just pop them in there and, and he would he would make those he'd he'd make all different types some obviously not all the ones that they have in the in the store but he would actually make them when i was when i was really little oh my goodness cuz he passed when i was 11 i guess mm. so but, yeah, we would play those. That was what we, we thought. What a okay, cool, so special skill. I thought when we first, so I grew up in northern Pennsylvania. My granddad was farmer, you know, great with it, great, great with his hand, you know, out in the, on the farm, just salt of the earth kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Loved him. He would take, we would go for walks when I was little, and he would point out every plant and tree, and he could tell you, this is that and that. For a man who had an eighth grade education, he could tell you the Latin, all I mm-hmm. mean, genus and all that stuff, which I don't even remember from science class. He would tell you all these things, and so, but he would make those, and we thought it was so cool when we'd go over to Grandpa's house because he had those games that only he had because they were he made them. He right. cut them and varnish them, all that stuff. We moved to Jacksonville, Florida, when I was eleven. Went to Cracker Barrel. Where I was from in northern Pennsylvania, there was nothing we didn't even have a McDonald's, much less no, a cracker right, barrel yeah. in that small Large town. town. We to had one like one red light, you know, right. that type that type of town, right? And uh, they have two now, two red lights now, so just <gasps> they, they've they've come in and <laughs> a McDonald's and a McDonald's growth, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming into the modern age, um, but and so we went to Cracker Barrel and they, they had these games yeah. on the table. And I'm like.
3: Grandpa, Grandpa, and, it, came, yeah. and it, it,
1: it was really pretty cool. And just now that I think back, and my mind's going, it, that was right after it was. So we moved to Jacksonville within about uh, eight months. He passed away. So, mm-hmm. and it was after that that we went to crack World for the first time. And it was like, oh, and you kind of, you kind of get, you kind of get right? a little tear yeah. yeah, and you're I'm like, and, as, a, as a little kid <laughs> that loved his grandpa, and and you know, he was a tight man that, you know, you he'd have to hold back so he didn't hurt your hand. I mean, even in his 70s when he was, I mean, he still had a grip that would, you know. And and it's just
2: so these peg games are dear these, to you. These peg you should games go are
1: dear back back to me because you guys um, should renew your vows yeah. at Cracker Barrel. Uh, no, <laughs> you have not met my wife.
2: I haven't, but I bet she's cool. I mean, if she's married to you. She's got to be cool. She's, and I'm sure she'd be like she's, oh, that. Hurt, well, that's she's amazing. married to me, my which means too. she's
1: in line for sainthood because <laughs> she's married <laughs> to me, like so. Andrew's wife. <laughs> I mean, let let's be honest. Every guy should be able to should say that. I mean, if you know mean, my husband, should. every guy. <laughs> <laughs> if the fact that she they married us is they're they're in line for sainthood. There's no question about it. Um, but no, tell it, Kelly it, that. <laughs> Kelly? Oh yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's his. name. my lady. Oh, it name. is. Yes, my wife's name's Kelly.
2: See, Small world. all Kellys should be so engaged it, at Cracker Barrel. It or really belly.
1: is. I mean. So you can't go in my in my instance, you can't go wrong. All right, I'll make Cracker Barrel <laughs> reservations.
3: Go, make the reservations.
1: <laughs> oh, this is way too much fun. It is Ray Walker here on News Radio 92.3, sitting in for Andrew McKay. We'll be back after the news at the top of the hour.